Pastors Larry and Tiz welcome you to another New Beginnings Church podcast. Go deeper into God's Word with practical messages and lifestyle studies that will equip, inspire, and encourage you in your relationship with Jesus. Get ready to be fit for life. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Fit for Life. I'm Pastor Lydia. And before, when I was teaching, we were talking about uh, what does it mean to be a Christian. Well, today, I'm taking a shoot off of that, and I'm talking about faith, standing and living in it. Because isn't that what we do? We have to stand on our faith, and then we have to live our lives through faith. Amen? Faith is a belief in something that is not necessarily supported by evidence. That's why God tells us, don't go by what you see. Don't go by what you hear. We have to just have faith. Faith is a spiritual asset that helps us overcome obstacles. Faith is a powerful force that can and will have a positive impact on our lives. And how many of us have seen that happen? Because we have faith in something different issues or different things, different activities, something has changed in our lives to make it, uh, to impact us and to make us change to a certain thing. Faith is the fundamental foundation of our very existence. And when I read that, I was like, man, a found, a, our existence, we're here to have faith. God gives everybody a measure of faith. And you think, okay, he gives us a measure of faith. Why? Because our whole life is about faith. And sometimes we miss that point that, okay, we're living our lives. I'm going to do what I want to do. But you can't go through life without having faith. You have to have faith in yourself. You have to have faith in your abilities. You have to have faith in God to help you tap into your abilities. So when I started reading all this, I was like, Man, there's so much in the Bible about faith that I just had to narrow it down because the whole Bible is giving us examples. The whole Bible is telling us what we need to do. But all of it, we have to believe it by faith (laughs) for, for our lives to change and for us just to live, really. By faith, we get in our cars and drive to work. (laughs) And when I was thinking about it, I'm like, man, we can't even live without faith. And how many people think, I don't have faith for it. Yeah, you do, actually, because you have the faith to speak what you just spoke. (laughs) It might not be the positive faith, you know, or the right faith, but you have it. And sometimes we forget that our very existence, our foundation is faith. We just came through the season of the high holy days, and it's a time of favor, reflection, and building faith. (laughs) By faith, we believe Jesus is coming back. By faith, we believe every word of the Bible and what it says will happen. Everything done previously is a rehearsal for the end days. Pastor talks about that all the time. This is a rehearsal, what we're reading and, and learning about. Now, we're seeing it come to pass. But just, Scott was saying today, like, a a day to God is like a thousand years. And uh, to us, it's like, wait a minute, God. (laughs) So we're like, we want it now. And and really, for him, it could happen 76 years from now. 
like when the apostles were there, God, Jesus is coming, our Messiah is coming. Well, he was there. <laughs> but they had to believe by faith, and Jews all over the world, Christians all over the world, still are waiting, some of them, for the Messiah to come to save us. But he's not here to save us. He's not coming to save us. He's coming because we've done our job to stand in faith <laughs> to prepare his way. <laughs> and then he'll make all, the, all that he's been teaching us come to pass. I know when I get it, it's like, man, this is so good. <laughs> when I was uh, reading it and Scott's trying to talk to him, I'm like, I, I'm studying. <laughs> but it's so, it's so fu- funny because we see the signs all around us only because we read it, someone told us about it, our eyes are open to the truth by Almighty God. Otherwise, we, we look at the things going on around us and think nothing of it like most of the people in this world. They see it happening, but to them, they don't get it. They don't even see what's happening. Uh, even some of our family members don't see. And sometimes I, I think about that. All this stuff is happening and nobody grasps what it means. A lot of people don't grasp. They go, oh, this is just crazy. Oh, I'm just going to keep living my life the way I'm living it. Oh, yeah, that happened. But they have no concept of why things are happening and what is it leading up to. So thank God for opening our eyes, opening our ears so that we can see. And that's why it says, you know, he's going to come back and it's going to be, you know, like a secret. People are not going to know. There, nobody knows the day and the time. But us, because we see what's happening, and by faith we, we understand it and we believe it because, you know, he's given us that amount of faith that said, okay, I can believe, I can trust in God, I can trust in what he's saying. We see what's happening. So even though it's, we're not going to know the day and the time, we can see the timeline, and Pastor goes over that all the time, the timeline. This is what happened here. This is what's happening now. Jonathan Kahn, amazing the things that he sees that God drops in his spirit to explain to us, <laughs> to help us see more, to help us build our faith, to go, yeah, I can see, God, what's happening. So I'm going to stir up my faith to be ready for whatever's to come, and knowing that we can withstand it all. Now that's having faith, knowing we can withstand it all. So a lot of people are fearful of what's going on. Uh, Russia's going crazy on Ukraine. China's going crazy secretly around everybody. <laughs> I mean, they're still buying up our farms, buying up all of our ports. Why would we let that happen? You know, and then and they were, oh, China this, China that. No, they're... They're working their stuff to infiltrate. And even coming through the borders, some Chinese people are coming through the borders, and they're all uh, army age. I mean, you think about all the people coming in our country through the borders. You don't see very many women. You don't see very many kids. They're there, but you don't see a whole ton. But you do see a whole lot of men that are fighting age. And I don't know why people don't see that. It's like, why don't you see that? <laughs> ah, but thank God he's opened our eyes. God gives us many, many examples in the Bible where ordinary people 
just like us, used the faith God gave them, even if it was the size of a mustard seed, and did miraculous things. And when we see that, we can say, okay, God, you can use ordinary people, but sometimes we think of them as people way up here. <laughs> but they weren't. I tell you, sometimes when you look, watch The Chosen, you go like, they're just as nutty as some of the people I live around. <laughs> but God, Jesus had to bring them in. He had to reel them in, their thoughts and everything, to get done what he needed to get done. But by using their faith, their belief in what God is saying and telling them, they became extraordinary and made history, and it, which enables us to stir up our faith because of what we hear and study about when God speaks to us and life happens. And we get and when we get up the strength, the courage to say, and then we get up the strength and courage to say, I can do that when God tells us to do something. We don't go, God, I can't do that, like some of them did. <laughs> but then but we have seen what they've done, even though they did do that, but, and our spirit gets a check. Okay, don't say that. Just do what God's telling you to do. Stir up your faith, knowing that there's a reason to, you know, to the, his rhyme. <laughs> there's a reason he's telling us to do that. Moses, he couldn't speak very well. He confronted an emperor and led people out of captivity to establish their own land and become a nation. He didn't have confidence in himself. Until God spoke to him <laughs> and told him what to do and reminded him of who he was. And, you know, and so I was looking at I was like, man, God. Yeah, he was like, I can't even speak well, Lord. How am I going to go between people, in front of people like that? And how many of us get nervous when we do have to go in front of people that we're not used to, you know, being in front of? But you know what? Our God, with our God, we can do anything. We just have to have faith that he's going to. Give us what we need when we need it. What comes out of our mouth is going to be the exact thing that needs to be said. Amen. Amen. David, before he was King David, he was just the, he was the least of his family. His father didn't even bring him in to be anointed. <laughs> A young shepherd boy, and he went up against the giant Goliath when the whole Israeli army was afraid and wouldn't do it. He had courage because he was taught the word of God and who he is and who God is. God prepared him while he was out there doing the sheep with regular things or experiences of life. God prepared him and he didn't even, he didn't know that. His father didn't know that. His family didn't know that. They thought he's, oh, he's out tending the sheep. He's nobody. He doesn't need to be here. <laughs> and sometimes people think that of themselves. Well, I'm really nobody. Why would I be going up in front of these people? You know, or why would I go to this event? Because I'm nobody. Nobody's going to know this. But, you know, God prepares us. He, he puts us, he has things come up that we need to be involved in because he's preparing us for something down the line. Some of us have gone through things as a preparation to be used by God. Just like all of them, Moses, just like uh, David, and then Peter, he was one of Jesus' followers. He had been with him, and he still didn't quite understand the power Jesus possessed when he was walking on the water. <laughs> and he wanted, because he wanted to meet out Jesus telling him, come, come, he had to stir up his faith. 
He had to keep his eyes on Jesus, and Jesus gave him the courage to step out because he had already seen some of the things Jesus had done. But he wasn't sure about it. None of the other ones were. They weren't getting out of that boat. (laughs) But Peter had to stir up his faith. I think he was totally led by the Holy Spirit to step out. So Jesus would have somebody say, on this rock, (laughs) I will build my church. (laughs) So he had to do something. Then we have Habakkuk. And when I was reading, I read that whole thing. And then when I was reading it, I was like, oh, my gosh. He was arguing with God on why he wasn't doing anything to right the wrongs that were being done in this town and in this government. How many of us hear that? How many of us do that? And I'm like, this is what's happening like right now. (laughs) He challenged God. And God tells us to do that. Prove me. Well, he challenged him. How many of us question and challenge God to take care of things that we see and have no control over? And I hear people all the time, even one of my friends, oh, I can't wait till Jesus come. Jesus comes soon. We have to do our job. We have to use our faith for him to come. And people's like, all this stuff is happening. I have no control over it. Jesus, you got to do something. <laughs> God, you got to step up. What are you doing? <laughs> like he's not noticing it. Like he doesn't know what's happening. <laughs> the funny thing is God let him vent and he lets us vent. And then and he'll let us do the same, but then tells us what to do or what he will do. God listened patiently. And back then, I think that was rare. <laughs> At least they said it was rare. They say it was rare. Uh, he he uh, told Habakkuk uh, what was happening then he told him what he was going to do, that he was going to do a work, but Habakkuk couldn't believe it. Even if he laid it out in front of him, he still wouldn't have believed it ahead of time. And, and he's laid it all out in the Bible for us. And some people still don't believe it. <laughs> That's why he says, study, study, study to show yourself approved. Dig deep. Stir up your faith. But, you know, and it's like, man, that is so real when you think about it that he's laid it all out for us and sometimes it's just so hard to grasp it when you first read it or you first study it you have to keep studying it because you always get a little bit here and a little bit there and then when you go back you get it even more and go oh that's what he meant oh now I see (laughs) well that was what he was telling Habakkuk he told him to take a good look at all the evil going on he's telling us take a good look he told him to get stirred up Be mad about it. Be amazed that that sort of thing can happen. And it's happening today in our time. The same things are happening. He wants us to be stirred up. He wants us to get mad in a way that will push us forward to do something. Pastor Larry just talked about those same, he said those same words, actually, last Sunday. Back in the day when we were young, We would have never dreamed on half of the stuff that we see going on now. We would have never, like, what? Boys don't know they're boys. Girls don't know they're girls. (laughs) It's like, what? School doesn't have prayer. I mean, it was just a regular thing. It was just a given that when we went to school, we would be praying. (laughs) That we would have the Ten Commandments. Teachers would throw that out at people, all kids all the time. And now they don't have it, so they have no clue. Kids have no clue. We wonder why they do the things that they do 
because they don't have the vision in front of them. Uh, and then we, uh, some people are just saying, oh, we go with the science. You know, but we all know back in the day, hey, our biology told us what we were. <laughs> biology tells us what we, who we are. You know, but now they say, oh, you know, I go with the science. But they threw biology out and saying science is something totally different, which is like, hello, biology is science. What are you talking about? People are confused. You know, the devil confused their minds and uh, make them think just weird, crazy stuff. And then we have um, homo, uh, gay people, not even gay, transgender people or now there's so many different kinds, transvestites, trans, whatever. <laughs> now they're parading around our nation saying they're coming. They're going to come for our kids. They're here to stay. And then we have some that are doing um, story time in, in libraries. Yeah. And people are actually taking their kids to listen and see people like that. And it's like, why would you even do that? Why would you eat? What would make you think that it's okay? <laughs> and it's like, ah, can you see how what Habakkuk was seeing and asking God about? And his wasn't even as bad as what we see today or here. You know, and when I was reading, I was like, oh, Lord, help us. Because, you know, keep our eyes open. Open them even more. Drop in our spirits what we can do to totally change this thing around and and we are and God, and I think God dropped it in pastor spirit unite the light if we can get all the churches and all the christians to come together under the same banner which is to change the world change what we're seeing then God would move and not only God would move our own faith will disperse that stuff which again our faith <laughs> all we have to do is believe when we all get together and stop fighting against each other and just come in agreement on one issue that this is not right and this is what the Bible says and so we're going to change it. We just put in our yard a sign that says vote biblical values and our uh, neighbor next door who, who is gay, um, she came up, flagged me down. <laughs> to say something about, I saw your sign. Is it the Old Testament or New Testament? I said, both. It's all one, by, one book. And she looked at me and she said, well, um, in the Old Testament, down here in the South, everybody believes black people and white people should be separate. And, you know, they, it touts slavery. I said, the Bible says uh, there's not free nor slave. We're one body. And then she said, well, uh, then that means you don't, you don't like being, living next to uh, gay people. I said, no, I don't have to agree with what you, I don't have to agree with your lifestyle. My Bible says love everybody. Love everybody, but I don't have to agree. And when I said that, she just put her hand up and went and started, kept mowing her lawn. Yeah, she threw out Leviticus at me. <laughs> Leviticus. Well, in Leviticus, it says, now, read further, keep reading further. Well, at least I know you read your Bible. At least you did. 
but you scratched out the part that said about your lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, so then she didn't want to talk to me anymore. <laughs> oh, luckily, when Habakkuk was going through all this stuff, he was in a state of prayer. Isn't that when we can hear God the most when we're in a state of prayer? And he was able to keep hearing God assure him uh, that he had a plan. <laughs> and God told Habakkuk, uh, he was sending an army, and I believe that army is us, even though it didn't happen in Habakkuk's time. Uh, God also told Habakkuk to write down the vision and make it plain or clear enough so those that are going by can read it and understand it. And isn't that what he's telling us, still telling us to do? Write the vision down, make it plain, speak the vision out, make it plain down to earth <laughs> so people can understand it grab a hold of it, and run with it. Um, writing down our vision, um, it helps God accomplish his plan for this time in our lifetime. And I think about that, and I get so excited when pastor says, you know, if you were born, you know, 1949 and 1950, that this is our lifetime where we're going to see Jesus come back. And, you know, and, and, and you get excited even thinking about it. I am going to see Jesus, come back. <laughs> so now, in order for me to do that, it's our turn to step up and take a stand for righteousness, just like Noah did, just like, you know, all the patriarchs did. They took a stand. And, um, and with that vision laid before us that we read all the time and study, it's like, Jesus, we can't wait till you come back. We know what you... We, it says that you're going to do, but it also tells us we're, what we're still supposed to do. We have to walk by faith. We have to continue to, uh, to uh, think of holiness and righteousness. We have to continue to tell people about Jesus. Uh, we went out to lunch. I went out with Rosalind to, um, uh, I can't even remember the name of the restaurant. But... <laughs> But we went out to lunch, and uh, while we were there, she was the waitresses come by, and the people delivering the food. Where do you worship? She didn't even say, "Are you a Christian?" She said, "Where do you worship?" And uh, and so they just started talking to us, and so she, we started telling them about Jesus and things like that. And um, and so we, I had luckily didn't even know I had them. I started looking in my purse. I had cards uh, from our church, and uh, well, and telling them, you know. Come visit us. Come come and see what we're talking all about. Because evidently they live pretty close. But it was pretty cool just to, how easy it is just to drop that in somebody's spirit. <laughs> it's so easy. Even in the grocery store, you know, God bless you. Jesus loves you. Drop it in their spirit because it won't come back void. When something comes up, they're going to they're gonna hear that voice. Jesus. He can help you out of this situation. And I, I just think that's so cool. But just like Jesus assured Habakkuk that his vision would come to pass, we have that same assurance, and we can see it being laid out before us. Amen? Every day we're praying. Every day we're standing up for righteousness. More and more Christians are getting on board. Before Christians, we would just be silent. And because we were silent, all this stuff is happening. But it was supposed to happen anyway. So sometimes it's like, people, why didn't you do this? But, you know, it had to happen. It had to happen. 
It's lined up with the timeline. So it's like, okay, God said it would be the perfect plan that he has laid out. And it's at an appointed time, which we can see is coming up. And in that time, the people that are rigid about being righteous and holy, unchanging and don't compromise, those people will live by their faith and their faithfulness. That's what the Bible says. Those people that are rigid about being righteous and unchanging and won't compromise, which in my way of just saying stubborn. <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> yeah, once I believe something and get a hold of it, I, I'm not changing no matter what. <laughs> and that's what he says. Those are rigid. Those people will live by their faith and their faithfulness. Galatians 3.11 says, Now it is evident that no person is justified, declared righteous, and brought into right standing with God through the law. For the scripture says, The man in right standing with God, the just and the righteous, shall live by and out of faith, and he who through and by faith is declared righteous and in right standing with God shall live. And going with that, the study scripture is Habakkuk 2.4. The just shall live by faith. What the Bible shows us back in the day, they believed down deep in their soul, in their core. And that's where we have to go. We have to believe in our soul and in our core, use all of our emotions and our will. Everything has to line up with what it says, what we believe. They could not and would not change what they believed in. There are benefits of having faith. The first one, a positive mental mindset, which brings us great health, mental and physical, and it heightens our optimism about life and gives us a higher re resilience to stress. And how many know we need that resilience to stress <laughs> because so many things are happening around us and so many things can influence us that we have to just, you know, like, like that, I don't know, there's a song or something, Scott says, you know, brush it off <laughs> and keep moving forward. <laughs> The second one, faith helps us get through life's twists and difficulties. It leads us to true happiness that connects us to God, which basically is our salvation. It helps us get through every twist and turn uh, that life throws at us. Faith helps us recognize our ability to accomplish goals and have a better outlook toward our future. And a lot of people right now think they have no future. A lot of kids in school and colleges now are thinking they have no future. They're being taught that. You have no future unless you get in on this one world government, unless <laughs> you do what we're telling you to do. So they're programming them. Faith brings all the benefits of salvation into our lives, including healing, prosperity, peace, joy, deliverance, sanctification of the mind, which is what we need to do, sanctify our mind and emotions, and brings all of God's promises to the forefront when we believe. <laughs> we can have all that, but we have to believe we can have all that. We have to have the faith that we can have all that. And, and a lot of us do because we study, because we go to church, because we hear what God's telling us. But look at all the millions of people that don't have that. They don't have joy. They don't have peace. They don't have deliverance. People come for prayer all the time. I'm having these nightmares. Well, stand up and say no. Stand up and say, 
mind, thoughts, I'm in control. And people, it's amazing that, I don't know, I guess I've been, you know, walking the walk for so long, but to me it's like, I don't think so. <laughs> but people are just becoming Christians. And sometimes people that have been, as pastor would say, in the way, they still believe that I'm having this happening. I'm having these dreams. They cannot get their thoughts under control enough to say, body, mind, stop it. I remember when we first became a Christian and uh, we first came, we first moved to Oregon from Seattle when pastor came down to get us and we moved into this house that they had rented for us. And um, one night I was laying there sleeping and something woke me up and I looked up at the ceiling and I could see this dark cloud rolling up, covering the ceiling. And I'm looking and I shut my eyes and then I opened them back up and it started all over again. And I'm looking over at Scott and he's sleeping like a baby. <laughs> so I'm looking at all that and I'm like, in the name of Jesus, get out of this house. Which made me think when we, and then I, when I opened my eyes, it didn't come back. But it made me realize wherever we move, whatever we do, we need to pray over where we live because you don't know who was there before us. You don't know what spirit is lingering. But it was just so shocking to me. At first I was like, okay, do I get scared? What is that? <laughs> and that it kept coming back until I said in the name of Jesus. So I had to have the faith that when I used Jesus' name, that it was going to be gone. And it did. <laughs> so thank God. But you think about that, how we miss so much that happens in our lives. It comes so quick. Sometimes we don't catch it. And we need to be aware. We need to make sure we're, we're judging everything that comes in our minds or just comes around us and judge it. Does it line up with what the word says? Does it line up with what God says? I have authority over everything. That's what my Bible says. So that means I have authority over that. Amen? But we have to have the faith to, re- to remind ourselves and to do it. Uh, the Bible and all the examples that God gives us tells us they, and they remind us that it is good and profitable for us to walk by faith. When we choose to walk God's way, which is totally walking by faith, we start to think differently. We see things differently. We start to hear things differently. We start to believe things like the following. 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says, therefore, therefore, if any person is engrafted in Christ, the Messiah, he is a new, cre- a new creation, a new creature altogether. The old previous moral and spiritual condition has passed away. Behold, the flesh and the flesh and and the flesh has the flesh and new has come. The flesh and newness of our bodies, our mind has come. We've changed. <laughs> how quick it can happen. We've changed from how we were. Just in that instance, we can actually change the way we used to be. We can change how we could think. Uh, back in Seattle, Casey would say, we need a checkup from the neck up. And that's what the whole, our whole lives are. We need to reprogram our thinking to think differently, see things differently. And when we do that, we will change. Amen? 
Psalms 118.8 says, It's better to trust and take refuge in the Lord than to put confidence in man. And when we read that, say, okay, pretty plain. We need to trust in God, take refuge in what he says, uh, and have that confidence. Don't put our confidence in our neighbor, in our, in our spouse. Don't put our confidence in the people that we come in contact with. We need to have confidence in God. We can't have confidence in man. And how many people do we know that totally believe in TikTok and everything on Instagram? It's like, hello, those people know nothing. <laughs> it's like they're putting their whole lives online and they really, they don't know what they're doing. They're just showing you just crazy stuff. And, you know, and all the millennials, they just live by that. They just live by it. And it's like, why would you put your confidence and trust in that? I mean, what do you think about it? It's like, what are they thinking? What are they doing that they would even do that? The whole book of Proverbs, I love it. I started to try to get a scripture out of there. But the whole book is amazing it's plain. It tells you how to behave, how to walk, how to think, who to stay away from, and who to, you know who to come into in connection with. Um, and it's plain and to the point. No confusion in what it's telling. Right? It's telling. There's no confusion in what it's saying to do. In Proverbs, the letters in the word faith stand for this: F forsaking, A for all, I for I. T for trust and H for him. Forsaking all, I trust him. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what? Forsaking all, everything, or anything, I trust him. I trust God. Having faith is our responsibility so we can trust in God's ability. We are saved by faith, Romans 5.1. We are sanctified by faith, Acts 15, 9. Our prayers are answered by faith, 1 John 5, 4. And we overcome the world and change our lives by faith, Mark eleven twenty four. Amen. Our faith is the measure of our victory, our successes. All of the things grace provides, we receive it by faith. Our faith is a necessity in our lives and our Christian walk. We live our lives every day by trusting in God and using our faith. If we don't have faith, we can't trust God. As we live our lives and use our faith, we are to remember that Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith. That's Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. We are supposed to look away from everything we know. Every issue, every circumstance, and look unto Jesus because he's our ultimate example. That's why he came, to give us an example of how we're supposed to live. How we have faith. He had to, he had to have faith and believe in that the Father was using him and that he could go through all the things that he had to go through for us. The object of our faith is Almighty God. Our ambition is to know him. Our eyes are to be fixed on him. The more we know him, his character, his power, his love, we are going to find faith as the byproduct of our hearts. Romans 10, 11, we won't be disappointed, it said, when we live that way. We won't be disappointed. 
Faith comes by hearing the word. We stir up our faith in the nature in the natural realm, putting our trust in God when we pray. Biblical faith is in the supernatural realm. It comes down to us just as strength and anointing came down from heaven to rest on Jesus. Second Peter one one, that's what it talks about. The faith comes down. This is what being a Christian is all about, standing on what we believe and living it. Thank you guys for coming and enjoying this and stirring up your faith. Amen.